Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim target don't linger in the ladder. Thank you all for joining me as I cover the 38 part series entitled God, Me, and the Dissertation. First time listeners, feel free to listen to parts 1 through 28 where I am providing personal experiences, tips, and encouragement for those working on their academic and personal God-honoring targeted goals. The motivational aim, Don't Linger in the Ladder, addresses why it's of extreme importance to celebrate your victories, but you must keep moving forward. In part 27, the motivational aim was about celebrating one's victories. And yes, success is great. Achieving a goal is remarkable. And we thank God for what he is doing for us. But we can't linger. We cannot linger in the ladder. We can't sit. Well, we can sit. But the aim is to not sit and linger in the last achievement And never move forward to other things. God is guiding us to and through regarding what he wants us to accomplish in life. And let me provide an example of what I'm talking about. Let's say there's a young lady who's taking a college course. This is her first college class. She walks in. The teacher passes out the syllabus and lets the students know In order to pass this class, you have to do your work. You have to participate in course discussions. You have to show up for class attendance. You must pass all tests, and there will be five tests in this particular class. The teacher also explains that the course is a very important one because it serves as the foundational course in that person's or those students' major area of study. So the young lady in that class, she is so serious about that class, she shows up every day. She participates in the course discussions. She does her homework. She does her class assignments. And then the first test of five is coming up. And she studied day and night for that test. She's gone over the material countless times. She's done practice problems. She's gone to the professor's office and gained clarity on some areas where she needed assistance. She went to a tutor. She has really put in some work. Okay, now it's test day. She takes the test. A day later or a couple of days later, she receives her grade. And she received an A+. She got an A-plus on the exam. So she's happy. She's telling everybody she knows. People are telling her, congrats. You were working so hard on that. Look what hard work did for you. She thanks God. She celebrates that victory. She goes to her favorite restaurant. She orders her favorite meal and dessert. She's posting pictures on social media with the subtitle, After long, hard hours and days of studying for this major test in my major area of study, God did something major. 
I received an A-plus on my exam. So people are liking the post, commenting, congratulations. Look what God can do. But God, God is awesome. You're awesome, sis. So then she posts another picture on social media. And this post is a picture of the exam paper with the A-plus mark from the professor with some notes. And in the caption of her social media post, she writes, See what a little hard work and dedication will do for you? Look what I did. I am a degree-bound student. On my way. All praise to God for blessing me to do this great thing. Hashtag study time. Hashtag grind and shine. Hashtag but God. Hashtag A+. And once again, people are reacting to that post. Congrats. Good job. You are degree bound. You are. You're going places. And she takes a little study break because she's celebrating. So she's like, I don't have to study right now. I'm celebrating this victory. She's looking at a syllabus and she says, okay, the next test is three weeks away. So I'll just chill for a little bit because I put in so much work. I just want to relax and celebrate. Now, two weeks after receiving her first test grade, she goes out to eat again. And she starts snapping pictures of her food. And she puts it on social media. And she puts in the caption, going out to eat, had to treat myself, still celebrating. Still celebrating that A-plus from three weeks ago. And people are reacting to the post. That's what you got to do. You got to celebrate yourself when nobody else will. And people are liking the post. So then the young lady or the girl, she goes to class. And the teacher lets students know, yeah, for the students who need additional help on the study guide for test number two coming up, go ahead and come to my office. For the next tutoring session, I'll be there for a bit. The young lady who passed the first test, she's still celebrating that test. There are other tests coming up, but she's still celebrating that first test. She keeps talking about how she passed the first test, how it was such a great day. She's going to find people to talk to about that A+. Second test comes. She did not study for that test. She goes ahead and takes the test. She receives an F, an F plus. And she starts talking about, but yeah, I know I got an F this time, but that first test though, I got that A boy. I got that A plus. I really put in work. That was a tough test and I aced it. I did that. The third test comes up. Then the fourth test comes up. And then the fifth test approaches. And she flunks all of those tests. 
second through fifth, she flunks them. But she keeps talking about how she passed that first test. And she keeps bringing it back up. She's very enthused about the matter. She eventually fails that course and all her other courses because she kept lingering on the ladder. She kept talking about her success with that first test. And it's great. She passed the first one. That's excellent. But since that first test came and went she didn't put in work or the same effort for the next set of goals she failed now five years have gone by and all she's talking about still she's still talking about how she passed that first test in her first college course she's still lingering in the ladder And it's not good because new goals were supposed to be achieved. She had new things to do. And lingering in the ladder served as a point of stagnation for her. As I said earlier, it's great to celebrate your victories and wins. But staying there and not moving forward is a major problem. It would have been all good if she talked about the first test, how she passed it, but she was still moving forward to pass other tests and eventually pass other courses. And if she kept that up, she would have received her degree. But she lingered in the latter. She was not pressing forward in the future. And we don't want to linger in the latter. Because everything has a time limit on it. Everything. And we don't want to just sit somewhere when we're supposed to be moving in the direction where God wants us to be. And I referenced this story in part 28, and I will expound on it. And I encourage listeners to read, skim scan, the book of Nehemiah. But let me do another quick recap of chapter 8 as I target in on the motivational aim. Don't linger in the ladder. Nehemiah, as I said in a different episode, he was a cupbearer for a king in Persia. He heard about the wall in a city that was in absolute ruins. And he was so concerned about the effects of a ruined wall and what it would do in people's lives. So he asked his boss for some time off to go repair and rebuild the city's wall. Now, rebuilding the wall would reestablish the city, but there were people in the city who did not want this wall rebuilt. They thrived in dysfunction. They thrived in no boundaries. They thrived in the ruined state of people. They profited from the despair and disorganization in the city. So Nehemiah started rebuilding the wall. He was researching the wall project, and people talked about him. People threatened him. He was criticized, mocked, because of his efforts to create 
God-honoring change, stability, and restructure. Enemies saw Nehemiah as a threat, but Nehemiah was doing what God called and commanded him to do, and he was expressing his reverence to God. Despite the challenges Nehemiah faced, people were willing to change their circumstance from ruined to restored. They were willing to turn to God and repent. As they repented and turned from their wicked, dishonorable ways, they started working towards advancement and progression. They started working towards on the things that they could and they know they needed to fix as it related to their relationship with God, their family, the community, and within themselves. So they got to work. They needed to fix this wall. They needed to fix their damage done instead of just letting it sit there and lay in a heap of ruins. As the people in the city worked on community expansion and family restoration, there was a preacher who was reading the Word of God out loud, and the preacher read the Word of God for a significant amount of time. It was around six hours. People were listening, taking notes, and taking heed to what God was telling them through the man of God. The man of God was letting them know if you want to be successful, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to live. This is how you need to rebuild this wall for it to stay up and secure. And when people gained the understanding and revelation on what God wanted them to do going forward, they began to cry because they knew they were living apart from God and living wrong. They knew that what they were doing had consequences, but they focused on doing what God said to do as they turned away from the things that displeased God. They turned to God with their whole heart, mind, and soul. When they received this revelation on what they were doing that was wrong, they started to celebrate because all this time they were trying to figure out what they needed to do to get back on track so the structures in their life could be around them. Now they knew, okay, I need to switch up things within me so these things can happen in my life. And they celebrated. They were happy. They were joyful because they had an understanding and they were going to apply what they learned. They were going to exercise wisdom. So they were on their way to begin their new life Acing it with God. But they didn't linger in the latter. They did celebrate their victories with God. They celebrated their renewed mind. They celebrated repentance and their relationship with God. They celebrated that they had clear understanding on what they were supposed to do. But in the celebrating... They didn't just sit there. They didn't just linger in celebration. What they did do is they celebrated, but they kept working on the walls in their life. They kept working on the projects God told them to build. They kept working on the things God told them to restore. 
They kept working on the things God told them to repair in life. The celebration was great, but they still had work to do because the last achievement was only a stepping stone for what was to come. We don't read about them celebrating and then they just stop at that moment and never go back to building the wall. We don't read about that. No, they celebrated and they kept working. They were guarding the wall. They were guarding anyone trying to distract them. And they kept building. They kept repairing. They kept researching. They kept working. It was a continuous process. You know what? It's similar to someone who just birthed a dream. They went through all of those labor pains. They went through all of those trials and tribulations. And then the dream is in their lap. They just birthed it. They have the dream in their lap right now, in their hand. And they lay the dream down that they just gave birth to, and they walk away. And for the rest of their days, the only thing they talk about, and the only thing that they celebrate, is the Lord just got them through the pain of delivering the dream. That's all they celebrate, is getting through the pain of delivering the dream. Now, that's a blessing. That is something to celebrate. But there's a dream that God gave them that they are supposed to be working on. They're supposed to be guarding that dream, protecting that dream, repairing that dream, guiding that dream, praying over that dream. They were not supposed to only celebrate how God delivered them from the labor pains when they birthed the dream. That wasn't it. It was something that they were supposed to do in addition to the celebration. That was only the beginning. Now that person is only lingering in the latter. And lingering in the latter can cause detrimental effects in and on one's future. There is absolutely nothing wrong with looking back from where God brought you and how you worked hard and achieved a goal. But just like the people in Scripture, we can celebrate, but we still have work to do. I just thought about all of the stories in the Word of God when Jesus healed someone. For example, in Luke, the 8th chapter, Jesus raised a little girl from the dead. And when her spirit returned, Jesus told the people around the little girl to give her something to eat. And her parents were astonished that Jesus healed her. Now, that was a cause for celebration. God raised a child from death to life. That is something to celebrate. And let's say the parents were celebrating her life and 
they didn't do what Jesus said, which was to get her something to eat. What if they were just always talking about the young girl being healed and raised to life? That's all they talked about. Jesus told them, get the girl something to eat. But instead of getting her something to eat, they just, what if? They were just saying, oh, she's so happy God raised her. God raised her. She's healed. My baby's alive. And let's say that's all they talked about. And they never fed the girl. You know what would happen? The girl would be right back in the condition that they were asking God to deliver her from and out of earlier. If that were to happen, just using an example, the parents were lingering in the ladder. They stayed in the last celebration. They stayed there too long. When God delivers us and God blesses us, we should celebrate, but we still must move forward in order to maintain what God has blessed us with and in order to use those celebrations as stepping stones for where we are going. It's a continuous process that takes constant work and rebuilding. Anyone Working on a goal. Celebrate your wins, but don't become stagnant in your wins. Don't linger in the ladder too long because when one lingers, they aren't moving forward. And God designed us all to move forward. Aim to not allow Satan to use a celebration and a win to set you back. I mean, Satan can come in and tell you, you deserve this. You you deserve it. So just go ahead and take a 10-year break from what God told you to do. Because you need some time to celebrate. Because that was hard. I mean, no. You ask God for what? Wisdom and discernment. So you can know the time frame you need to be celebrating. Don't allow celebrations to serve as a distraction also. Don't linger in the latter as it relates to the times of success and celebration. Don't linger in the latter from the very things God delivered you from. Yeah, go ahead and look back and thank God that he brought you out, but don't linger in the latter. Do not stay there. Staying there too long will get somebody caught up in something or someone they were supposed to flee, skip, hop, and sprint from. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is a popular one, and it is Philippians, the third chapter, and the 12th through the 15th verse, and it states, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. What is this scripture revealing to us? One point is, 
it's telling us to not linger in the latter. And two, that we haven't fully arrived at the destination where God wants us to be. But as we work towards the destination, as we work towards the goal, the aim is to become more and more like Jesus Christ. It's okay to remember the past, but lingering in the past is a problem. And not moving forward and using the past as a learning lesson is a bigger issue. We have to be able to glance at the successes we achieve, but not linger on them. Because whether you believe it or not, there are more victories God has lined up for you to achieve and enjoy. Praise God for every victory, but don't linger in the latter. Press forward in the fruit-filled future the Father has for you. The only time we should be lingering in the latter is when we are pondering on God's faithfulness, on where he guided us from and what he delivered us from in our past. And we should be lingering on how God continues to bless us in our present and thank him in advance for what he will do in our future. So if you're going to linger on anything, linger on the promises of God and linger on the faithfulness of God. Don't linger on the successes from yourself. Linger on the salvation from the Savior. All right? Be encouraged. Thank you all for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download God, Me, and the Dissertation, a 38-day devotional on the site. You can order inspirational apparel, and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target and at college underscore success tips. Enjoy your day. Peace and God bless.